Nothing robs us of the joy of being a mom more than fear. Mom fear runs the gamut of things to be afraid of. It is something that a lot of times begins before we even become a mom. Join me this week for the second podcast in our Victorious Mom series as we talk about how you can have victory over mom fear. Hi, and welcome to the Raising Kids on Your Knees podcast. Raising Kids on Your Knees is a ministry dedicated to equipping you to pray and parent life into the lives of your children. I am your host, Tina Smith. Welcome to the show. I'm so happy you're here with me. My prayer for you is that your time here will help you grow in freedom and victory in Christ so that your prayers for your children are powerful and effective. Welcome back to the podcast. I am so grateful that you've chosen to spend some of your time with me today. I have some exciting news to share with you. The Raising Kids on Your Knees podcast has been voted one of the top 50 mom podcasts by Podcast Magazine for 2022. I am so grateful for you as my listener and friend, and thank you for voting for me. As we begin our second week in the Victorious Mom series, we are going to unpack what mom fear is and how to walk in victory over it. Mom fear can begin before we even conceive. And for me, it was a fear of whether I'd be able to conceive or not. And once I did conceive, I had this fear that I would lose the baby. And then there was this fear of the birthing process and if everything would be okay. And then once the baby was born, not only did I still battle the fear of something threatening the life of my new child, but fear began to compound itself. I feared that I would never be a good enough mom. I feared that I would mess them up for life. I was afraid of what the future holds for them. And one of the biggest fears as they become more independent of me is my fear of what the world might do to them. Does it feel like your relationship with Jesus produces nothing in your day-to-day life? Are you ready to fully realize the power that your relationship with Christ can have in your life every day? Do you want to leave a legacy that impacts the kingdom of God for generations to come? Join Tina Smith, Leah Adams, Betsy Pendergrass, Sharon Tedford, and Jamie Bailey on October 7th and 8th, 2022 for the Engage Women's Conference just outside Charlotte in beautiful Lake Wiley, South Carolina. We are excited to meet you and equip you to engage in the power of a relationship with Jesus. You will leave the conference ready to step back into your life with a clear vision of how to make a relationship with Jesus one of power and victory every day. Walking out your created purpose will begin to change the legacy you leave behind and impact the kingdom of heaven for generations to come. For more information, go to RaisingKidsOnYourKnees.org and click the Engage Women's Conference button. It's crazy how much fear rules our world as a mom. I feel like it's a daily battle for me sometimes that only gets worse as they grow up, leave my home, and are on their own. I'm sure I am not alone in this battle. Fear robs us of so much as a mom, but it also robs our kids when we're chained to it. In fact, I believe it's one of the biggest ways the enemy dupes us into standing in the way of all God has created our children to be. One of my favorite verses in the Bible is Proverbs 31, 25, and here's what it says. She is clothed with strength and dignity, and she laughs without fear of the future. 
I long to be that kind of mom. What about you? I want to be a woman who's so completely trusting God that she can laugh at the future. She trusts her God so completely that she knows whatever comes down the pike, God is in control. He loves her. He loves her children. And she knows he is working all things for their good. Do you want to be that kind of mom? If you do, then just keep on listening. I want to share with you five specific mom fears and how to defeat them. These fears grip us. They spill over onto our children and the cycle of fear grips another generation. First, one of the greatest fears the enemy throws at us is the fear of losing our children. The fear of losing our children multiplies if we have miscarried or had an abortion or one of our children has already passed. No one wants to go through the heartache of loss. The truth is, as long as we live in this fallen world, death is a reality. What we do with that reality is the key. Look with me at Matthew 10, 28. It says, don't be afraid of those who want to kill your body. They cannot touch your soul. Fear only God who can destroy both soul and body in hell. I'm a firm believer in disarming the enemy. The best way I know how to do that is by taking the weapon right out of his hand. The truth is, we are all going to die. The truth is, there's absolutely nothing any of us can do to stop it. The truth also is, that God is the only one who holds the keys to life and death. That day has already been marked out in eternity. He already knows when we're going to die, and he knows when our children are going to go home as well. By whispering in our ear that our child will die, the enemy wants you to think he's the one who holds those keys, right? He absolutely doesn't. Only God does. And he isn't the one whispering the lies in your head. It's the voice of the enemy. Our choice is whether we're going to play in the enemy's camp or not. If we allow those fears to rule over us, we are allowing the enemy to hold us captive. This is just one of his tactics of getting us to fear him rather than fearing God. Jesus moms know that God is the only one who holds the keys to life and death. Second, another fear for us moms is always thinking, I'm not good enough. I'm no good, I'm no good, I'm no good as a mom is the old Linda Ronstadt song that plays over and over in our minds as a mom. This is a song we need to remove from the playlist. Motherhood is hard, at best. It is the hardest thing you will ever do in your life, hands down. It is an age-old fear of comparison. Nothing has made this harder than the introduction of social media. The highlight reel of a mom that we've never met can lull us into a pit of motherhood unworthiness with nothing more than a few scrolls of the feed. Let's face it, we can be whoever we want to be online. I'll be the first to tell you that the last thing I want to do is air my dirty laundry on social media, nor do I believe it's the place to do it. But behind the highlight reel is real life. No one escapes the pitfalls of motherhood. No one. We are all weak in this area. This is why Jesus moms need to lean on God in this area. The good news is that God meets us in our weakness by allowing his power to work through us. Look at what 2 Corinthians 12, 9 says. Each time he said, my grace is all you need. My power works best in weakness. So now I am glad to boast about my weaknesses so that the power of Christ can work through me. 
Instead of fighting our weaknesses, we need to take a lesson from Paul and rejoice in them. When we invite God into those weak places as a mom, that is when we will begin to see his power work through us. You are the perfect mom for your child. There's no one on this earth who can parent them better than you. Don't let the enemy tell you otherwise through anything or anyone. Jesus' moms know that God is strong in their weaknesses. Third, how many times have you feared that you will mess your kids up? My hand is raised high too. You will make mistakes as a mom. It's inevitable. We all do it. We all have. We aren't perfect. No one is despite what you may see on TV and social media. I've made plenty of mistakes as a mom. You can just ask any one of my four children. I'm not the perfect parent by any stretch of the imagination. There are no perfect parents, and my lack of perfection isn't enough to mess up my kids. Thankfully, we can trust God who can take all the mistakes we make and turn them around for good in our children's lives, and he will do it. Do you believe what Romans 8.28 says? And we know that God causes everything to work together for the good of those who love God and are called according to his purpose. Walking around all day trying not to make any mistakes that will mess our kids up will be exhausting. We don't live in a perfect world and we are powerless to create a perfect world in our homes. It doesn't matter how organized you are or how much you research all the things. A world of perfection is an illusion. Can we make choices that will make things harder for our kids? Absolutely. But at the end of the day, fearing that we have more power than God in our children's lives is pride on our own part. The enemy would love for us to believe we have that much power when we simply don't. I hope this truth takes some pressure off of you as a parent today. Jesus' moms know that they aren't more powerful than God in their children's lives. Fourth, with every passing day, this fear gets bigger and bigger. It is the fear of what the future will bring for our children. In response to this fear, we go about creating an environment where we can walk ahead of our children and remove all the obstacles so they can enjoy an easy life. This is known as lawnmower parenting. What is driving this new movement is the fear of our children's future. We believe if we remove all the hard things in life, they will have a bright future filled with cupcakes and balloons. The truth is, if we remove all the obstacles from their life, life will be anything but cupcakes and balloons. They'll have none of the coping skills they need when the hard times come. We want to give our kids a better life than we had, but for the sake of me, I can't figure out what was so awful about the life I had. Don't get me wrong. There were some big bumps in the road to overcoming. However, those bumps are the very things that have made me who I am today, and they're the things that have made you who you are today. Look at what God says. This is my command. Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid or discouraged, for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. That's Joshua 1.9. God has us and our children in front and in behind. He walks before them knowing exactly what to mow down and what to leave in front of them. He calls us to be strong and courageous, and he wants our children to learn to be strong and courageous too. Not only that, as Psalm 23 promises us, God's mercy and love follow us and our children all the days of our lives. He follows us as in right on our heels. We really have nothing to fear. Jesus' moms trust God to write their children's stories. 
And the last big fear may step on your Christian toes a little bit. One of our greatest fears for our children is the world. If the enemy can dupe us into believing that the world is a scary place for us and our children, he can completely keep us from the great commission to go out into the world and make disciples of all nations. Look at God's response to the world in John 3, 16. We all know this verse. For this is how God loved the world. He gave us his one and only son so that everyone who believes in him will not perish, but have eternal life. God loved the world so much. He gave us life for it. And if we want to be like him, we too must be willing to give our lives for the very same world he came to save. Sheltering our children from the world will only prove to give our children absolutely no coping skills when they go out into the world. We must equip our children to not only go out into the world, but to be influencers in the world they go out into. We want to produce children who love God and love others so they make a difference for the kingdom everywhere God calls them to go. Do you remember Hannah in 1 Samuel? She prayed for a son and committed to giving him to the Lord all the days of his life. After Samuel was born and then weaned, Hannah took Samuel to live with Eli at the temple. We forget that the temple was an awful place for a child to be raised. He was exposed to many sinful things, and those things were happening right on the temple steps. Yet this is the place Hannah trusted him to God. Like Hannah, we have nothing to fear in the world. He who is in us is greater than he who is in the world. What we should fear is our children's lives void of God living in them. Jesus' moms aren't afraid to send their kids into the world equipped to make a difference in it. Trust me when I say I struggle with these same things from time to time. I'll also say the longer I choose to walk in the truth, the further the lies are in the rearview mirror and the freer my children are. As you go about your week today, I want you to remember these things about Jesus' moms. Jesus' moms know that God is the only one who holds the keys to life and death. Jesus' moms know that God is strong in their weaknesses. Jesus' moms know that they aren't more powerful than God in their children's lives. And Jesus' moms trust God to write their children's stories. And finally, Jesus' moms aren't afraid to send their kids into the world equipped to make a difference in it. Our enemy is a liar. It's his native tongue. There's no truth in him whatsoever. Here's what John 8, 44 tells us about the enemy. He was a murderer from the beginning. He has always hated the truth because there is no truth in him. When he lies, it is consistent with his character for he is a liar and the father of lies. The only power he has over us is what we give him. Let's be those Jesus moms who invite Jesus to help us as we parent our children each day. Let me pray for you this week, friend. Heavenly Father, I lift my friend up to you. I bind in the name of Jesus the spirit of mom fear, that fear that creeps in, that overtakes us, that controls us at times. Lord, I pray that you would set us free, that we would be those Jesus moms who follow you, who trust you, and know that you are ultimately in control. In Jesus' name, amen. 